Hello and welcome to another episode of 10x Hacks for Startup and Venture Success. This is your host Veda Patel and today on the show we have Raj Jaswa. Raj Jaswa is a Silicon Valley veteran with over 25 years of experience as a serial entrepreneur, the startups Selectica, Opti and Dino where he served as a president and CEO. He has been the ex-president of Thai and he currently advises and mentors several startups. He also mentors Amul India, a very large corporate house, teaches at several IITs and other colleges in India. He is an alumnus of IIT Bombay and an MBA from Stetson University. So generally like, you know, building companies is something that you learn in an MBA program. Yes. But the MBA program is all focused at teaching people to their students to become good business managers in a corporate environment. Yes. You know, where you don't have to face the challenges that typically an entrepreneur will have when they're, yes. when they're building a company, right? It's a different uh, set of challenges. That's why like MBA, they teach you the nitty gritty of branding or the nitty gritty of, you know, yes. Salesforce compensation or the nitty gritty of uh, competition and all kinds of stuff. But they teach you the nitty gritty but they don't teach you how to tackle the entire set of issues that marketing would involve or sales would involve or negotiating would involve or financing would involve. Or they don't teach you the whole uh, package of everything that's involved in that particular space. So, In part one of the podcast, Raj Jaswa discusses several case studies on how to build a successful repeatable customer base on how to create value for your customer and understand their needs and also basics of being an entrepreneur and putting up a business which is sustainable and profitable. Almost 25 years starting 1988 and my last startup we kind of ran it till 2012. So uh, you know almost 20-25 years of uh, entrepreneurship Mm-hmm. And uh, over the last uh, seven, eight years, uh, I've been actively teaching entrepreneurship mm-hmm. because, and you know, during the last 10 or 15 years uh, when I was an entrepreneur, I uh, was actually quite an active member of the Thai community, which is all focused at fostering entrepreneurship and which has done an amazing job yes. of getting a lot of people in the Valley and now worldwide into thinking of entrepreneurship as a part of their career yes. uh, roadmap, right? So it's, uh, I've been kind of in this whole entrepreneurial ecosystem for, you know, over 25 years. And now, you know, through my teaching, uh, I have probably taught, I think, over 3,000 students mm-hmm. uh, a one-year program on entrepreneurship. So I teach two courses, the first course, you know, I teach about how to come up with an idea around which you can build a company. Mm-hmm. So it's like idea to business plan. Mm-hmm. And the second course is to uh, teach the business skills or at least expose them to the business skills right. that they will need to build their company mm-hmm. and take it as far as they can. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people might decide at some point to jump off and uh, become CTOs and so on. But, uh, you know, I think uh, there's a lot of uh, rewards you get if you can actually hang in there all the way through a 
exit, which is a merger and acquisition or an IPO. So since I've done two companies from start all right. the way to an IPO, uh, you know, like a, it's almost like a five to seven year journey in both cases, uh, you know, have uh, understood and built up a pretty good understanding of how an entrepreneur can build a company. So generally like, you know, building companies is something that you learn in an MBA program. Yes. But the MBA program is all focused at teaching people to their students to become good business managers in a corporate environment, yes. you know, where you don't have to, you know, face the challenges that typically an entrepreneur will have. When they're, when they're building a company, right? It's a different uh, set of challenges. That's why like, you know, in MBA, they teach you the nitty gritty of branding or the nitty gritty of, you know, Salesforce compensation or the nitty gritty of uh, competition and all kinds of stuff. But they teach you the nitty gritty, but they don't teach you how to tackle the entire set of issues that marketing would involve or sales would involve or negotiating would involve or financing would involve or they don't teach you the whole uh, package of everything that's involved in that particular space. So, and while an entrepreneur, you know, he's creating his own ground rules. Right. He's setting up his own system right. Uh, right. for how his company will do sales, how his company will do marketing, how will they do financing, how will they do you know, uh, HR, how they create culture, the culture they'll create in the team, in the company. So all of that is something that the entrepreneur has to do. And, uh, you know, they all kind of are not trained. And as a consequence, you know, they make basically mistakes uh, in setting up the business processes and the systems that right. will make their marketing viable or successful or the sales successful or their accounting department successful and so on. And uh, the, those mistakes cost them very heavily. Right. And a lot of failures often for a startup don't come from a bad idea, right. but they come from bad execution. Mm -hmm. So most of the kind of teaching or assistance that you get in incubators, accelerators, etc., is, you know, how to just get your company started. But very few people teach yeah. you how to execute at a high level of proficiency so that you end up creating a successful company that can uh, handle growth, that can handle competition, that can provide a good atmosphere and environment for employees to be productive in all of those things right so so basically i felt that you know entrepreneurs were missing out in a lot of uh, kind of a very rewarding journey of building a company from two or four people to you know a worldwide company with 500 700,000 or more people and they miss out on that journey and um, so uh the course that I teach, the second half of what I teach is how to build up the business skills necessary to run, uh, to, to kind of establish and run a successful entrepreneurial company. Because I believe that both of them have to go together. So this is an IIT Bombay 
you're teaching both courses. So I teach it at IIT Bombay and uh, also IIT Gandhinagar and uh, several other colleges in India. So okay. I'm, I'm teaching online and then, you know, I basically reached out to the IIT management and I said, you know, if I'm teaching on Zoom online, why restrict the classes to only IIT Bombay students? And why not offer it to other colleges and other industry entrepreneurs? Because everybody needs to learn the things yeah. that, you know, we teach in entrepreneurship. Why should IIT Bombay people, students and IIT Gandhinagar students only be the privileged ones to get advantage of kind of this 25 years of Silicon Valley experience that, you know, I've put together in these classes. And so they agreed as a trial. And now we are teaching the same IIT Bombay class. Concurrently, we've got a class at BIT Sindri. And to actually, it's open up to entrepreneurs through Thai Mumbai to, you know, whoever yeah. wants to sign up. And, you know, we are now almost, um, that particular Zoom class is almost 250 students. Gosh. <laughs> and, yeah, it's huge. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and, 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 and uh, it's working out well. And uh, my feeling is that that is really the model for teaching in the future. Because I think it's, it's a shame that, you know, all these other students uh, uh, don't have access to this kind of teaching right so right. so now like you know our plan is that by next semester we are going to start promoting this to a whole bunch of other colleges and universities and i'm hoping that maybe there are 2000 students in my zoom entrepreneurship course and continuing to go from there so uh, uh just uh, aside as to how much excitement and interest there is in this entrepreneurship and how hungry people are for this yeah. knowledge. Yeah. So some of the other, Amul runs a food recipe show for their, um, for their uh, you know, cooks and chefs and worldwide. And they've got like 1.8 million followers. Amul is a very big brand, right? So they, some of the other heard about me and said, hey Raj, can you give a talk to, just random WhatsApp message pops in saying, can you give a talk to the food community about how to you know, handle the crisis uh, from a business standpoint in the food industry? And I said, first I was shocked. I said, what am I gonna teach all these chefs and cooks and all that? I'm, I'm not a great chef or a cook or whatever. Okay. And I said, uh, I, but I said, you know, there's an opportunity to teach them some skills that they, because all cooks love, would love to start a restaurant, love, love to start a business, love to package some foods that they make and start shipping it. So, you know, there's a fair amount of entrepreneurial desire, even among in the food industry. And so I said, okay, I'll do that. And so even the managing director of Amul, you know, they run a monsterly huge uh, business, but he decided to participate in that particular talk. Thank you for listening to the podcast 10x Hacks for Startup and Venture Success. This is your host, Vida Patel. I'm bringing you interviews of investors and founders from Silicon Valley and across the globe. 
This podcast takes a lot of time and effort, so please support this by subscribing to my iTunes, SoundCloud and LinkedIn podcast pages. Also, please leave your valuable feedback. I will try to make this podcast better with your comments. Thank you so much. Gave last week, uh, last Saturday, and uh, you won't believe it. We have got a hundred and fifty-five thousand views. Gosh! For that seventy-five minute view, hundred and fifty-five thousand people watched my uh, talk on how to do customer care and how to get repeat customers right, in right. the food industry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 155,000, that's a monstrous number. Like normally yeah. any entrepreneurship video, you'll be lucky to get 500 views, right? Right. It doesn't matter who you are. I think Tycon probably got like 2,000 views, but that's it. I mean, Indra Noe gets 2,000 views and here like, you know, one talk in a whole live and you get 155,000 views. So, you know i i think there's a big hunger for what you are doing and uh, what uh, what uh, you know people are hungry to really learn about uh, you know how to start a business and then grow it and, i I, uh, i want to talk about this amul case it's very exciting because food business yes. is so so brick and mortar it's so physical So what's going on there? And India is such a earthy country. People want to meet. People want to eat in in person. There's this uh, gesture courtesy. It's a culture of courtesy in in person interaction. We are we we grow grew up in herds and communities. Everything comes first. So what what did you teach them? Is it something you can share, or do you want to share a couple of nuggets? Yeah. So basically, uh, the, I started off with a simple proposition that you know. unlike other entrepreneurs all cooks already have a very good recipe with some secret sauce right yeah yeah all cooks have yeah. some recipe with their own secret sauce that they figured out which obviously a lot of people appreciate you know their family yeah. members relatives some friends whatever must appreciate you know some kachoris that they make or some right. dosas that they make or some chutneys that they make or whatever it is and so they all have aspirations of kind of having their unique recipe that become a business right that they can and so a lot of them you know struggle put their money together uh, and start a restaurant right or start some sort of a you know cooking recipe at home and then trying to package it and ship it on amazon or whatever yeah and uh, unfortunately the f- failure rate for food entrepreneurs yes is one of the highest in yes. the world very difficult business lots of sleepless it's a very difficult business and think about it how many restaurants uh, go out of business in less than 2 years yeah yeah good restaurants too yes. right yes good food good everything but somehow the other they, they missed out on something right so so i try to tell, teach them the secret of how a food business entrepreneur can can become successful and i said the secret to a food business being successful is repeat customers yeah mhm if you can make the every customer into a raving fan 
and a repeat customer will be successful mm-hmm. for a long time yes if you if if you only hope to get new customers every time for the first time and after eating once uh, your magic samosas or dosas or whatever they never come back again or they don't talk about it you actually will be losing money because there's so much marketing and sales effort needed to get somebody to come to your restaurant so actually you lose money on the first transaction right the first time you sell dosas to somebody you're actually losing money because yeah. if you think of the total loaded cost of marketing that took to bring him in right the advertising the marketing the whatever direct mail the promotion the coupon you know you actually lost money you only make money when you get that customer to keep coming back over and over again and when they start telling the story of how good your food is and they get other of their friends and and so on, associates to come to that restaurant now you start making money yeah right so repeat customers is what most restaurant owners don't know how to do how to create yeah and you know i come to think of it it's true for any business most businesses most care you're absolutely tr- yes you're absolutely right any business that does not know how to convert that customer into a repeat customer actually will not be successful right mm-hmm. right that's a, that's a very important fundamental thing that you know a lot of entrepreneurs and even lots of businessmen don't really understand yeah. you know the importance of repeat customers they said oh they negotiate so hard and they try to extract the maximum amount of profit they can from the sales transaction and guess what they won't come back the customer will do that one transaction but he'll never come back yeah. like he'll say 10 things bad about you to everybody else <laughs> and you'll lose 10 other customers without even knowing who you know without even having these customers come in yeah and that's how you end up losing uh, that's how you end up going out of business over time because your business becomes smaller and smaller right because so repeat customers is really what you know i wanted to teach these food business entrepreneurs Mm-hmm. to f- learn how to how to acquire how to what are the skills needed for repeat customers and uh, you know i i i i basically use the example of pizza hut and taco bell and others yeah do you like their food no <laughs> <laughs> exactly none of us think like- that they make the best tacos they, none of us thinks they make the best pizzas But do you know how many pizza huts and taco bells are there in the world? Fifty thousand restaurants. Gosh, what is it? They are number one in US, number one in China, number one in India. Wow! And one would think that you know Chinese have got such one millions of cuisine items. You know they got every food taste you can think of, and yet the number one restaurant chain in China is, you know. Uh, Taco Bell and uh, Pizza Hut and Burger King and this and that. Number one restaurant chain in in India is the same thing. You know all these Taco Bells and Pizza. So why? How did they get repeat customers and all the people with tasty food not get repeat customers? What do you they, think? Why? They're quick and they have consistent taste. They ship quickly. All these the issues of consistent bad taste, Vidya. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so why would you go to a place that has got consistent average of bad taste then uh there uh, to me it's it's like quick it's very quick for me that's there and it's reachable there are many of them and they serve you well i guess their promotions yeah. Yeah. so so basically like you know the ceo of uh, this company called yam industries actually owns all these franchises so this guy called david novak you know when he took over the company it was a smaller much smaller company in the 1995 time frame and then he said you know how does he grow his business so he said repeat customers is the way to get it done so he said but what do customers really want and just as you said you know uh, food quick service etc so he basically did his surveys and tried to understand what do customers that walk into uh, a restaurant really want and he figured out that they want these six items in this priority order so the first thing he said they want is cleanliness mm Yeah, yeah. I, everything needs to be clean in the food industry. The that's why like you know the the cooking range needs to be clean, the the tables need to be clean, the floor needs to be clean, everything needs to be clean. Cleanliness is number 1. Otherwise right. you're not going to go back again. Yeah. Uh next next thing is hospitality. That means you need to be greeted in a warm way. Right. Mm-hmm. Right? So and everybody needs to greet you in the warm way, not just the waiter. basically the cleaning boy the guy who cleans your table the guy who delivers you the food the guy who takes your order everybody needs to be hospitable there needs to be a personality of being and it's not just it just take it takes one time that yeah. somebody is rude to you that they go away yeah <laughs> you'll never go back again right yeah. <laughs> exactly hospitality was number 2 This is end of podcast part 1 with Raj Jaswa. In this podcast he covers the basics of entrepreneurship and uh, how to build a repeatable customer base. We have just started on uh, the concept of studying a customer and trying to understand their needs. In the next episode he goes in depth into building customer success, a good company culture. and a cycle of repeatable profitability and sustainability for a business thank you for listening to the podcast 10x hacks for startup and venture success this is your host veda patel i am bringing you interviews of investors and founders from silicon valley and across the globe this podcast takes a lot of time and effort so please support this by subscribing to my itunes soundcloud and linkedin podcast pages Also please leave your valuable feedback I will try to make this podcast better with your comments thank you so much